Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Hello and welcome along to another Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and the lovely Co. Hello, Jay. Hello, Rossi. Hello, Claire. Hello. Uh, you're here today in another Hello Kitty top, which is just not on. I mean, there should be. Shouldn't there be some sort of dress code? There should, yes. and especially when your boobies are bouncing, s- bouncing so but revealingly. They're not. You no, no, come looking. on! You just said they're tiny. Did you say they're tiny? That's well, just ridiculous. <laughs> they're not as big as you two make out. And the pussy is giant. Yeah. Yes. Well, you that's know. Kitty, by the way. I that's, know. Yeah, that's hello, I Kitty. Know. I don't comment on what you two wear. That's because there's nothing to comment. Nothing Only to good comment things. On. I wouldn't like to insult you. Well, my, my wife bought me this top, so you don't like this top. Oh, no, I like that top. I so would never my go My wife bought me this. My mum bought me this shirt. Oh, and now, like, your mum, you see, you're making me feel guilty. Well, who bought that ridiculous T-shirt for you? Me. That makes you ridiculous. There you go, you're silly. Uh, right then, uh, I wasn't around, but uh, the co caught up with a very, 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 very funny man. Bo Selector, Mr. Keith Lemon, and this is how it went. Radio City with Jay and Claire. Yay! Yay! Keith Lemon, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. We're looking forward to your, your new DVD. It's out on Monday, Keith Lemon's Fit. Yes, yes. It's a sort of, um, it's an exclusive look at how I became physically uh, fit as I am and how you too can become as physically fit as I am. It's the first um, workout DVD of its kind in respect that it's just, it's for a man and a woman, oh. and it's not actually a fitness DVD. So, oh. so what are you going to be doing in this DVD? Well, I'm working out um, with the sexy Diane Berry, um, who you might recognise... That's Australian for Diane. Oh. Diane. <laughs> um, you might recognise her from the Eric Pride's um, video for the song, Call on me, call on me, ah. call on me, call on me, call on me, call on me. <laughs> I think we remember it now, Keith. You're all right. <laughs> so, Keith, in that video, but um, yes, yeah, it's more of a sort of spoofy type sort of thing because I never, I've never worked out in my life apart from when I got told um, or asked if I'd do this, uh, and I did um, a week's um, working out before we actually filmed it, so I could get into um, perfect physical fitness. Cool. Brilliant. So Have you got any top tips for us, Keith, on what we can do to obviously attain your physique? Yeah, well, if I gave you the top tips, then you wouldn't need to buy a DVD, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on, give us a little because sneak preview. There's a healthy eating guide on there. And what I, I eat is um, like sort of oriental dishes that I make myself. You can get this rice. I can't say um, brand name, but you get this rice, you can bang in microwave. Uncle Ben's? Get, yeah, you said that, I didn't okay. say that. Now that you've said Uncle Ben's, you're going to have to say Uncle Peter's, Uncle Tony Jean's. Yeah. And um, just chop some nice bits of turkey up and, and put some peas and carrots in there. You've got the taste of the Orient right there, and it's quite healthy for you. And also, do about three hours a day on swing ball. Oh, right, swing yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, swing, it's, it's made my right arm um, like Popeye. And... I bet it has, and, it, and that's not that's not, <laughs> that's not Holly Willy Booby that's made your right arm like Popeye. Um, well, yeah, I think about it sometimes when I'm giving myself some respect in a dark room <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it's a bit weird now because she's she's pregnant and stuff i don't look at her like a sexual object no she's she's, she's a cupboard for a person to grow inside have you ever been up to up to have you ever been up to scouseland keith have you ever been to liverpool i don't think i've ever been um to liverpool but when i was a kid i always wanted to go because i was a massive fan of brookside and I still have a tear in my eye. I think, where's everyone gone from Brookside? What are they doing now? 
Finbad went to Coronation Street, I remember. Oh, yeah, you see, I don't know what you don't know about Scousers is. You know you're obviously the big style guru now with this DVD. Yeah. All the girls are well known for, like, sort of wearing their pyjamas and wearing, like, rollers in their hair, the lads wearing the trackies. Yeah. You know, have have you got anything to comment upon the style in Liverpool? Well, I didn't know that they they wear the pyjamas when they're just popping out to the supermarket. Yeah, and rollers. How come? Yeah, well, just because that's what they do. I'm thinking that, you you know, if you're doing a follow-up DVD, perhaps you could include that in it. Well, if I, what I could do is get, like, a famous Scouse um, girl. Next one could be, like, a famous Scouse girl, yeah. Like, I'm very fond of Claire Sweeney. She's Scouse. She is, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love, I love Claire Sweeney. I love Claire Sweeney. Scylla Black. Scylla Black's lovely, too. She's a ginger, though. <laughs> I'm not so is Jay. I'm a ginger, by the way, Keith. Yeah. Oh, well, why don't you get some highlights and convince everyone you're strawberry blonde? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he tries to say without him. You'll have a much better life, I'm telling you. I would do. have more fun than gingers. <laughs> All gingers get pelted with stones. <laughs> Listen, you're now the agony ants on this morning. Yeah. How's that been going? It's been going great. and um, I love watching Philip Schofield's face wince because he thinks I'm going to say something I shouldn't say. But I'm very professional because I've been on Loose Women enough times, boy. Of course um, you have. Um, so I can switch my daytime head on and not say words that, um, oh, what's the best, the sweetest word? Um, pink bits. Pink, oh, oh that's okay, I'm yeah. Bits. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a term I use for something else. What's the best <laughs> advice you've given so far, Keith? Um, well, um, I can remember a, a fella um, phoned up, he'd lost some timber, and he'd still not um, got his self-confidence back, and he said, I'm still, still carrying a bit of timber. I told him to get me workout DVD, which um, is out now. And um, I also said, why don't you get one of those elastic bands around your belly, like what Ollie's mum had? And she was kicking me under the table. We kicking me before she went, my mum has not had a gastric band. I said, she has, I saw it in paper. There was uproar about it because she was. She she said she'd been having diet biscuits and she hadn't, she'd have elastic <laughs> band round the bum. That's Fern Britain you're yeah, talking I about. That was her mum. <laughs> I thought that's how she got jobs. <laughs> you know, it's like in telly, bepotism, whatever it's called. What is it? Bepotism? Nepotism. 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 <laughs> it's all nepotism in telly, you know. I thought that was her mum. Oh, funny. Listen, Avid Marion, he's one of your mates. Where's yeah. he gone? What's happened to him? I haven't seen him for ages. I think he went back to Transylvania, but um, he might be back. I don't know what he's doing. Did he like Craig Phillips out of that cupboard at all? He must have done, because I saw Craig Phillips at um, a charity do. Oh, do we? And he's got a new show as well, where he, he goes around to celebrities' houses. And says, your house is a tip, mate. <laughs> he says, your house is a tip. And then um, he does it over for him. Brilliant. Yeah, but because he, he, he said, um, can I do yours? He says, my house is there. She can't touch my house. <laughs> what, what, what can we expect in Keith's house? What's in there? Um, I'll tell you what's not in there. 3D telly. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm hoping that I'm going to get one of them for Christmas. Are you still in black and white? No, no, I've got HD. OK. Yeah, but it's weird because HD makes films look like neighbours. <laughs> oh, I'm in a way. I watched Crocodile Dundee. I thought, why does it look like cheap? When I was a kid, it was there. So it, look, it looks like neighbours. <laughs> oh, now, we've been told in your new DVD, Keith Lemon's Fit, which is out on Monday, apparently Craig David's making a special appearance. How is he? Yeah, well, he's, um, he's right. Buff and ting now. Not buff hunting. Buff and ting. And that means you look right good. Um, <laughs> in street talk, you know, like, um, you know how uh, street talk, they always put a Z on the end of, because end dubs, Spelt with a Z on the end, you know, it's not. It is, yeah, it's weird. I got actually, I got some shoes from a shop called Jules Looking, (laughs) not just looking, Jules Looking. um, But yeah, Craig David um, uses not technology to work out, and he's demonstrating how to use um, the treadmill, the um, rowing machine, 
and some other wired thing. I don't know what it is. Kez involved with those no, I've never worked out in my life. I've got good genes, <laughs> but um, hopefully. Um, I, my DNA has spread onto the DVD and thus so people can buy it and look as good as I do. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, listen, we are definitely going to be buying the DVD Monday. Keith Lemons fits well in, Keith. Yay! If I don't see through week, I see through window. You take care, mate. Bye bye. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Good morning. Radio City 96.7. Keith Lemon, very, very funny man as well. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10. You can listen online, radiocity.co.uk. You can listen on DAB Digital Radio. And you can listen on good old-fashioned FM on 96.7. Or on your app. Mm, you can you can, yeah. you can download the uh, Radio City app to you your can. iPhone. Yes. And it's very, 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 very simple. It is that easy. Uh, 10 to 8, Tuesday through to Thursday, we do a city surgery. It's almost like a problem page on the radio. Uh, a dilemma. And uh, this one caused World War Three. not with the people who contacted us about the uh, the surgery or the dilemma. Uh, it was more to do with Imina, Beavis and Butthead, Claire and Jay. <laughs> Get a load of this, you two. And you definitely did need your heads banging together. Very, very hard We're indeed. We're friends now, though. Rossi and Co. Right then, our dilemma this morning on the city surgery in from N from Brombra. Loves Christmas. You, a proper Claire Simo, right? I loves Christmas. Fambo get together. Loves the cold. Loves the whole period. Like lots of people do. A fella is... It doesn't sound like a Grinch, to be honest. It just doesn't like that kind of year, which is fine. It doesn't sound like a miserable Scrooge, to be honest, reading between the lines. Has bought her a, a, a fabulous, fabulous holiday, flying out the 23rd of December. Uh, to Koh Samui in Thailand and coming back in uh, Epiphany Night, uh, the 6th of January. That's Epiphany Night, Jay, not... Uh, Independence Day. Independence Stop Day. It. <laughs> so, her dilemma is, what do I say? I do I want to come across ungrateful, but I want to stay at home with a fanbo. Radio City Breakfast. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Uh, hello to uh, Jason in New Brighton. I think her fella's got it right. Christmas is so overrated. Such a big panic in the build-up to Christmas. And as soon as the Christmas dinner is over, you sit and look at the turkey carcass and think, what the hell was that all about? I can relate to that. Yes. I'm not putting the down on Christmas, but sometimes you run around like, you, like a mad thing. And then suddenly you, you finish the Christmas dinner, you're putting the dishes in the dishwasher, and then suddenly you think, oh, what the hell was that panic about? But that's what all the excitement's for. It's all a build-up to Christmas as well as Christmas Day himself. You know, it's Pointless the panic. thing. Rubbish. Oh, Simon speaking. Pick a telephone. <laughs> speaking. Pick a, pick a telephone line. Eight. <laughs> what line eight is that? It's Claire. Hello, Claire, what do you reckon? Oh, I, it's an unbelievable opportunity. White Christmas will be there forever. She can get it on DVD if she wants to. Yeah. This is absolutely fantastic. Go go away. My you God. say go for it, Claire. Where are you calling oh. from? Uh, Rainhill. Claire and Rainhill says go to Thailand. Oh, definitely. Koh Samui. Here we come. <laughs> Ellen Bromber and your boyfriend. Definitely. Thank definitely. you, Claire. Go for it. All right. Bye. bye. Good morning, Rossi. What do you reckon then on the dilemma this morning? Would I kill him, Rossi? Because yes. I'm like that girl. I absolutely love Christmas. I and know. If he knows her that well, he should know that she's not going to want to be away from her family and everything else she does. I think you and, and uh, I think you and Claire Simmons are singing from the same, same hidden sheet. Who's this, by the way? It's Jill Donoghue. Jill Donoghue, nice to speak to you again. I've got to go. Okay, Rossi. See you, love. Bye-bye. Take care, lovely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ooh. Uh, hello to uh, Shauna waking up in the Albert Dock area. Not in the Albert Dock. 
Um, how did she end up with such a misery gut? Let him do his own thing and you do your own thing. So much about Christmas being a family time. I, do you know, I completely agree. And there was yeah. a point there about there's, you know, there's loads of Christmases and that, but you've only got one family. Never mind there's loads of Christmas. You've only got one family. Yeah. He knows her well enough. He's put her family in a difficult position yeah. because he's saying, yeah, they've agreed to it and everything, but he's put them in a position where they can't say no. And I think you should be home at Christmas. What planet are you on? Because Christmas is the How most ungrateful is she? Why well, is she writing into us even asking? Well, it's just no dilemma. No, no, no. I'm speaking on this one. I've really got my high no, over sorry. this one. Because she Christmas is really ungrateful in my books. How sorry time. do you feel for that bloke if he's listening right now? No, I don't Imagine feel sorry Imagine spending for him all, all that money and then she's throwing it back in his face. But he should know not to book it when it's Christmas and it's her favourite time of the year. What? Well, okay, what if somebody but booked a holiday while Glastonbury was on? Would you go? I'd kill them. There you go. <laughs> Point finished. <laughs> no, no, no. But there's Christmas every single year. Okay, I and tell you what. you can move it to another day. I or tell move you Glastonbury. Simon speaking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right. We will go to the texts, the emails, the phone calls, and we will draw the public's opinion. I have a funny feeling I know which way it's going to swing. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Anthony's text is saying, why are women so ungrateful? Men are often come home with a young Thai bride. <laughs> do you know, why are men so ridiculous? They're just because they don't get their own way. They just behave like big children. And what you've just said to me, O'Hare, was so out of order. You've just said I'm a screw... I, I love Christmas. You're making me out to be horrible Yeah, now. but you're the one who's saying you want to go away from it. Do you know what? Can I just thank you both? And, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. And I mean this really sincerely. For entertaining me and putting up, between the pair of you, putting up a much better fight than Audley Harrison did the other night against <laughs> David Hay. You've done me proud, the of you. That is worth pay-per-view. I wish that had been filmed. We would have put it onto uh, our website. You'd have to pay to watch the fight between you two. And uh, and the money could have gone to cash. And you know what's even better? Brilliant. Go on. It's good that I won. No, you didn't win at all. Of course I did, because wait you see the text. Mm. You ready? I am ready, Ducky. We've drawn up a conclusion. We've drawn up a conclusion. Loads of they're still coming in, still coming in. Uh, do you think he's taken on a special holiday, perhaps to propose? Is see? Uh, what do we see? Well, even more so, she's going to want to share that with her family. She's not going to want to ring them from Thailand. Why would you want to share a proposal with family? She can take a photograph on her mobile and text it back to her. Well, you're being as stupid as him now. Don't be ridiculous. I thought you were my friend. Don't like you anymore, right? Simo's in a strop. She's got a strop on. Size of four. Well, it's, it's, it's yes, good to know, and I'm chuffed to death that go, only 14% of people agree with Simo. Oh. And, what, and so the, what's the general conclusion? The general my conclusion, 86% of people are saying this is a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity. opportunity. You are lucky yeah. to have such a good yes. boyfriend. Yes. Stop being so hungry. Yeah, but that'll be all men. That'll be it's all not, men. It's it's not, not, did, did you hear the well? female calls? You yeah, did hear but the you, female probably, calls. you probably made them do it. I didn't make them do it. I'm not like that. I'd just go without her now if that was me. Would you really? You're getting irate as well and you're getting irate uh so uh, so you the could, you, you no. could compromise actually and you could alternate it maybe go on holiday this year and next year stay at home see he does agree with me after no all. i don't i think you she do. should go this year she the holiday's paid moment. for so go Definitely. no dilemma go is Rafa is right, Rossi La. Hi, this is David Moyes. Is right, Rossi La. Hi, with the Sugar Babes. Is right, Rossi La. Radio <laughs> City Breakfast with Rossi and Co on Radio City ninety six point seven. This is Liverpool Tech Music Station, Radio City ninety six point seven. And as I mentioned before, you can listen to us anywhere in the world. 
uh, with his Wi-Fi and you've got an iPhone and you've downloaded our WAP. Somebody actually thought they were listening to us from Japan on The Village Idiots last week. Get a load of this. This is The Village Idiots where the, it's the, well, basically it's the only quiz on the planet where the loser stays on. I can't believe the person that said that they were in Japan when they were actually in witnesses somewhere like that uh, actually won this round of The Village Idiot. I do believe. Well, let's not give it away. Okay. Let's go to downtown Tokyo when The Village Idiot <laughs> continues. <laughs> Just how brave are you? It's time to play a simple quiz that tests your true IQ. Maybe you're too frightened. A coward who can't take stick. A being dim from limb. The jester from Chester. The freak from speak who's thick. So stand up and be counted. From Netherlands to Lydia. Show the world you're not a wimp. And play the village idiot. Hello to uh, Alex Harker, uh, H-A-K-K-E, is it Harker? Yeah. Alex Harker. Uh, hello to you, he plays the village idiot with his mum Sandra on the way to school every morning. Good morning Alex, have a good day at school today, one sleep till the weekend my friend. Right then, back for day number two today is the lovely Hayley Metcalf from Heighton. Good morning Hayley. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Alright, okay, so your, uh, your chance to win this fabulous night out uh, at Sakura Restaurant and Exchange Flags. It's like a Japanese cuisine, tapenyaki, everything cooked in front of you. It's a really good experience. You and three people. Playing in your opposite corner this morning uh, from Whiston, Highside in Whiston. Uh, it is uh, the lovely Nicola Morris. Good morning, Nicola. Good morning. Uh, you've just finished a degree at Leeds University. Uh, a year ago, yeah. A year ago. Did you live in Leeds? Yeah, it's yeah. Good, good city, isn't it? It's good crack. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Where <laughs> else did you live? Um, oh, of course. Wow, yes. Right in the thick of it. It's yeah. great up there. Brilliant for students. And uh, you're a sports and development and PE. That's what the, the degree you did? Yeah. Okay. Your favourite soap? Uh, Cardi. And your specialised chosen subject? Um, well, I'm not very good at general knowledge. <laughs> okay. Let's say Corrie then, yeah? Okay. Okay, so you're from Weston. Shout out Weston as soon as you think you know the answer. Uh, Hayley, what do you shout out? Idiot. The village idiot. You do indeed. Here we go to both of you. Question number one. What spirit is used in the cocktail mojito? Whiston. Whiston. Bacardi. Well, yeah, Bacardi rum. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Prefer with dark rum myself. But there you go. Rum, Bacardi. Which country does England manager Fabio Capello come from? Idiot. Idiot. Is it Italy? Yes, it is. Fabio Capello. From Wales. <laughs> okay, question number three. What are the two Christian names of the comedy duo French and Saunders? Idiot. Idiot. Dawn and Jennifer. Oh, Haley, Haley, Haley's off to a good start. It's two one to Haley Nicola, so uh, get back in the game. Uh, this is Who Am I? Who am I? I am a movie character made famous by Mel Gibson. I was based in the Australian outback, and I was indeed a bit mad. Australian outback, Mel Gibson, character, mad. Idiot. Yeah. Is it Mad Max? Is it Mad Max? 3-1, oh. Hayley. 3-1, you can almost smell the tapanyaki at Sakura. <laughs> oh. Right, okay. Are you still with us, Nicola? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you any good at maths? Um, not really. <laughs> How are you with your mathematics and figures, Hayley? Um, not too bad. 
Okay, it's a mathematical question. If you win this, you lose the title of Village Idiot Haley, and you win the meal for four. Question number five. Mathematics. Divide the number of days in a fortnight by the number of days in a week. Idiot. Yes. Um, is it um, seven? Right, okay, Nicola. Divide the number of days in a fortnight by the number of days in a week. Is it two? Is it two? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, that was a bit premature. Thank you very much. Uh, you're absolutely right. So it's 3-2 as the result. It's 3-2 as the score now. Uh, you, had, you know what? You almost said the answer there, Hayley. I know. Oh. Right, okay, I know why you went for seven. Okay, question number six. This keeps you in the game, Nicola. This wins you the game. Question number six. From which country does tapenyaki and sushi come from? Idiot. Idiot. Oh, China? No, Japan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got to cross it over. Okay. To Japan. Nicola. Japan. <laughs> it is three all. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to a tiebreaker. Okay, question number seven, tie-breaking question. What was the score at Wembley Stadium last Japan. night? Japan. Japan. <laughs> 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 Who shot at Japan? Idiot. Okay, Hayley, what do you reckon? It was 2-1. Hayley, what did you say? 2-1. You were right, Nicola, you were wrong. <laughs> I tell you what, I know we were a growing audience at this breakfast show in Liverpool, North West, North Wales and the surrounding area. I didn't know it stretched to Japan. So there you were, Hayley, in the village of Japan, having your sushi and noodles. Thank you. <laughs> Hayley, you're going off and you will love every single moment of Sakura. So go there, enjoy it. Have a nice Christmas get-together with some friends. You and three people will go there and you will love every bit of it, okay? Oh, lovely. Thanks a lot. Okay, Hayley, thank you very much Bye for being now. a great sport. Okay, Nicola. Yeah. Nicola Morris, you do know what you are, don't you? You okay for tomorrow morning? Yeah, of course. See you yeah. tomorrow morning at the same time. All right then, love. Have a okay. great day today. Bye, love. Bye, bye, bye. The Village Idiot. Back tomorrow after 8.30 with Rossi and Co. <laughs> On Radio City 96.7. <laughs> 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 Pure quality, that was. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Off the back of that round of the village, it almost feel like breaking into a, a chorus of uh, Alphaville's big UK hit, Big in Japan, Yay. tonight. What a great record that was. Uh, it is the Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and them, the co. Joining us uh, on <laughs> Tuesday morning, why are you laughing in anticipation? <laughs> anticipation of who joined us. It was the very, very funny man that is Mrs. Brown, a.k.a. Brendan O'Carroll, fabulous actor, comedian, scriptwriter, extraordinaire, and we were all in tenderhooks. Oh, God, my he's... heart was beating so he's fast. Got the, well, Mrs. Brown has got the, 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 the terrible habit of using the word feck. Now, to a lot of people, that's not really offensive, but we didn't feck it wanted in our breakfast show. <laughs> so here it is on the podcast. I even know how you... Oh, not too bad. I just... You so... son, you're looking very well. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. You've lost a bit of weight, love. Well, uh, thank you very much for well, pointing. You still have the man boobs. I do. I still... I still, sadly, you have man boobs yourself, Mrs. Brown, but yeah. they... 
I could breastfeed Ireland with that. In my spare time. Where do I put your cigarette? Oh, uh, just there. Just there. You go. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Well, listen. Fit and well. You're looking as always. As always, you're looking. You're looking great. And uh, your show opened. Was it last night? Last night. Yes. Last, last night. night. How in, was it? In the Empire Theatre. Very nice. Lovely people all came yeah. in. They were fucking laughing. Oh no. no. I need to say that word. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard it. No. Nobody heard it. I <laughs> <laughs> I remember last year. Oh, I, went, I remember it too. I, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> getting the letters from them. <laughs> but I remember going last year, and I had a bit of a, a chest infection, and I, I, it was, I kept coughing all the time. And I was never as glad to see, I remember telling you this, an interval. Because I was cough, I was laughing that much. I was coughing and coughing, but I was really, but because when all the laughing was sort of died down, I was still laughing and coughing at the same time. Sure, we remember where you were seated, and the place was covered in phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the stuff that came off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, so, so we arrived. Uh, We've got a little competition that we'd like you to do, but not, not, not just yet, not just yet, but uh, there's oh, plenty, right. there's plenty sit, of time. Sit, 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 Jay, don't, yes. not too quick. Jay, sit there, you know, Mrs. Brown speaks, you do what Mrs. Brown Exactly. <laughs> you do what Mrs. Brown says. I know. <laughs> well, my mother always used to say, there's no point in hurrying, there's no point in bolting the stable when the horse is locked. Exactly, no. exactly. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, so you're fresh back from Toronto, Canada, I understand. Yes, we went over to Toronto, we got visas. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Nice. Right. I wouldn't stay there now. No. It's full of flipping Canadians. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. So we, we gave them a good time. They didn't realise it, but we, they had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very good at the old um, humour. Oh. They don't get it that well. How did they get to hear about the show, Mrs. Brown? It is a worldwide thing now. I know you've had have you, have you had a couple of million uh, hits on YouTube. Yes, on the Wide 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 Web. Wide Wide Web, yeah. yeah. We put it on YouTube, and it was very very well received. Yes. Two point seven five nine million viewers at the moment. You know? wow. people are, that's like a big crowd looking in your window. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a rather oh, large them big flower beds. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that would that would fill a couple of Croke Parks. I would say, Mrs. Brown. It was absolutely spectacular. They met us at the airport. What a reception we got in Canada. And the uniforms were lovely. Nice policemen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do a thing we normally do with Bert the pensioner. So oh, uh, Bert, why isn't Bert here? Because now? he's made way for you. You're a lot more glamorous slightly. I reckon myself <laughs> <in Bert>. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So I think I could stretch Bert a bit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you could. I bet oh, I could. You could put him through his paces. I could bring on an asthma attack. I could <laughs> 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 that I would pay to see. That I would love to see on YouTube. Bird, <laughs> get away. That's not an inhaler. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, no, didn't say no it. you never no, said it. No, he's he's being good he today. He's being good. He didn't. <laughs> Have you met our lovely Claire, Mrs. Brown? I have met your gorgeous child altogether. Isn't she lovely? It's not too bad. You just want to bundle her up in little woolly blankets and run off with her. <laughs> She's gorgeous and goodly. She's good. Lovely child. And you're you're two sons, not married, you know. Oh really? Yes. We must introduce him to you. Rory, you'd love Rory. Lovely. He does his own knitting. Not bad at crocheting as well, I understand. Uh, are did, we doing this competition? Yes, we are. Uh, we're basically, we're giving away, Bert says, his Right Rossi La T-shirt. And uh, we're also giving away, uh, this is a, a DVD, which come out, it's the, the ballad 
of uh, Kenny and Dixie, okay? The Battle of Kenny and Dixie. Now, what's that about? It's all about Liverpool and Everton. And it's great, great banter, and it stars our very own Radio City's Ian St. John. Oh, Ian St. John. He's in it. He's in it. You're kidding me. Uh, no, he's one of your favourites. He is. I love him. Oh, my God. I thought he was married. He's very short, but he's nice. Uh, yeah, well, yes, he's, uh, nice he's all right. He's okay when he's got his Cuban heels that on. sounds like a DVD that's worth winning. It, it certainly is. What's the question? Well, it's not a question. You've <laughs> got to give a... <laughs> Oh, You've got to give a cryptic clue. So if you just give a wee cryptic clue there, if there you just, it is. There it is. All right. Now, right. This player, this player. We're talking about a footballer. Yeah, oh, footballer. Yes. Right. Yeah. It could be a red one. Could be a blue one. Oh, red or blue. Red, it could oh, be red or blue. It, it could be Liverpool or Everton. That's right. Oh, that's right. I'm with you now. Not Manchester United or Manchester City. No, 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 no. no. Good no, God, no. no. Good God, right. no. Right. Right. This player marked his first season at Anfield by scoring more than 20 league goals in a season. Up until 2007, he was enjoying paella and flamenco dancing. Ooh, <laughs> you love a bit of flamenco very, dancing. Very good for your bowel movements. Yes. And <laughs> what, the paella or the flamenco dancing? No, the dancing. flamenco dancing. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of rattling and you're on the pot. <laughs> Let's get back. Would you stand down? I can't. This player marked his first season at Anfield by scoring more than 20 league goals in a season. Yes. And up until 2007, he was enjoying paella and flamenco dancing. <laughs> He made a name for himself as a world-class striker in the Union, and... <laughs> and the Union? <laughs> and I'm sure ABBA sang about him at least once. Oh, oh. right. And the answer is... Not no. <laughs> Shall we go to Sunny Witness? Good morning, Kerry Rush. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Not too bad, sir. Okay, Good are you... Good morning, Kerry. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> What are things like in witness? What's the weather like? Uh, it's sunny, but I haven't been out yet, but it's cold. What do you mean you've not been out yet? You're still indoors. Have you no windows, love? Look out the flipping <laughs> window. <laughs> <laughs> it looks sunny, but I bet it's cold. All right, okay. That's not too bad, no, it's not too bad. And you, you don't notice any roads closed in witness, because she's here beside me. She's oh, Claire's here. Yeah, there's no roads, there's no roads no closed roads in witness closed. that you know about. No, because only what you tell me on the radio. Okay. So. Carrie, okay. will I ask you the question again? Or do you just know the answer? Just give it. Yeah, you can run through it again then, okay, Mrs. Brown. Uh, the player marked his first season at Anfield by scoring more than 20 league goals in a season. Up until 2007, he was enjoying paella and flamenco dancing. <laughs> he made his name for himself as a world-class striker, and I'm sure that Abba sang about him at least once, and he played 27 times for Glasgow Celtic. I'm only joking about that bit. I'm only joking. <laughs> 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 That's only a joke. Who do you think, do you think it is, Terry? Fernando Torres. I'll leave it to you. I mean, she's absolutely right. Is right, Kerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> we'll send you. Uh, we'll send you an Is right Rossi La T-shirt. A bird says Is right Rossi La T-shirt. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure your son, Mrs. Brown, wore one last year. Do you remember the Is right Rossi that's, La T-shirt? That's right. Was right. I got it off you. I yes, think. he did indeed. I'll, uh, I'll get. I'll sort you out with a brand new one this year. Oh. A brand <laughs> new one with a new logo. I uh, took it in. Okay. <laughs> 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 and uh, we'll also send you a. We'll also send you. Two Two copies of this. Uh, it's the Ballad of Kenny and Dixie. All right, we're, we're, we're not two. You have to. Okay, uh, yeah, we're going to give her two. We we'll give Why? her. We we'll give her a red copy and a blue copy. They're both the same DVD. Oh, it seems oh, to be, again, yeah. But it's, it's the same DVD. It's the same DVD. So, are you red or blue, Kerry? Uh, we're red. But are you, 
Yeah, my father's dad, my husband's dad's blues. Okay. So cool. uh, All right, okay, uh, uh, so there you go. That's, well, guess what your father-in-law's getting for Christmas this year? <laughs> no, <Okay. yeah. laughs> have, have a nice day then, Kerry. Thank you, and you. See bye. you later. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Two, two DVDs gone to witness. Yeah, two. That should cheer the town up. <laughs> it should cheer the village up. So Mrs. Brown is, uh, it opened, as I mentioned last night, and it's going through until Saturday. And we have a new series starting on BBC One in January. Yep. Half ten on Thursday night is due to go out. And if you miss it, don't worry. You catch all the highlights and points of view. And points of view. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can. All the highlights will be on. That, anyway. would, be, that would be a good meeting uh, between the old uh, host of Point of View, Anne Robinson, and Mrs. Oh. Brown. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, Wouldn't you love that? Anne Robinson. She doesn't buy yogurt, you know. She buys milk and stares at it. Turns <laughs> <laughs> it sour. Yeah. Uh, so how now, uh, Mrs. Brown Cow? Now, tell us a little bit of what you can expect, but obviously not giving too much away. Well, it's, it's another romp to, uh, through the Mrs. Brown family. It's this one set at Christmas. Yeah. And it's the whole thing is built around the anticipation of her, my son, my son, my son Trevor. He's been away for four years on the mission. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just a bit emotional. And he's coming home for Christmas. Brilliant. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> the third pair of knickers I put on this morning. <laughs> it's so exciting. Every time I think about it, I could burst. <laughs> and that's... I mean, get your hands off me, Jay. Yes, Jay. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. I feel for you, Mrs. Brown. I bet you would. Look <laughs> 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 at what it is. Get it off me. Then. <laughs> uh, Socks on. <laughs> so, uh, so listen, uh, and and uh, now, how now, Mrs. Brown Cow? Now, is there a nativity play or scene in this? Yeah. Well, Father Quinn has asked me to be in the nativity play at Christmas right. as Virgin Mary. Oh, really? Virgin Maria. Oh, right, okay. Because when I heard How Now Mrs. Brown Cow, I thought maybe you were playing the part of a, a cow, brown cow. Yes. Pick a window, son, you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing the Virgin Mary? Virgin Mary. All right, Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary, yes. <laughs> well, I was the only woman in the group and probably the only virgin in the group as well. So. Yeah, of course, of course. And you're a mother of how many? Mother of, I've, I'm mother of seven, but I've never had sex. Yes, an immaculate conceptions. Immaculate contraptions. Contraptions. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, so how was the audience last night? Was it I the usual? I did was... have sex, I did, but I didn't enjoy it, so that cancels it out. Of course it does. <laughs> it's all right to have sex as long as you don't enjoy it. That's right, that's right. Close your eyes and think of Ireland. <laughs> Somebody should. What was, yes, what was the reaction like last night? It was a full house as always. Fantastic. It was a standing ovation, and right. then, the, then the show started. Um, <laughs> we thought it was a standing ovation for only coming in. <laughs> it was a great reaction last night and lovely. But I mean, listen, Liverpool and Mrs. Brown, they go together like, you know, salt and pepper. Yeah. And every time we open Liverpool, it's just like, you want to get on the stage and go, thank you for letting us come home. Yes, it's, it's like the 33rd count. I always say that. It's, it's lovely. I mean, you get a wonderful welcome. And <clears throat> last night was no exception. Fantastic people. Some of the women there coughing their teeth into their hands. Oh, <laughs> that was the younger females of the audience. <laughs> that was, yes, that was <laughs> two of them. <laughs> it was great. And men trying to attack me want my body. Of course. Yes, I could post it to them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it runs to Saturday, but it's, it's, it's time after time we always say, you know, why, why did you do a longer run? but then you could add one week on then another week on and you could spend like and know. I also think if we did a long run we wouldn't get back as often yeah I suppose it's so. nice to come, come home back. and it puts a bit of pressure to write something new and keep it fresh and and any time I write any of these Mrs Brown plays yeah. the first thing that crosses my mind is how it's going to play in Liverpool 
brilliant. Because it doesn't matter what happens in the rest of the country. It has to work in Liverpool. That's home. Did you, uh, what I love most is when maybe a prop doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So was there any sort of ad-libs last night? Was there, there's a lot of ad-libbing goes on in Mrs. Brown. Oh, not at all. Not all the one tickly boo did it. No, not at all. It was all, script, all scripted in rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I just... actors out there wondering where they were, what they were doing. <laughs> were, you, were you beating anybody with a tea towel? couple of ones got a flick. Yeah, oh, well, you want to see the way she, she flicks her teeth <laughs> Tell you what, of this new TV show which launches on BBC One in January takes off, you will be a billionaire, Mrs. Brown. <laughs> I just want enough money now, please, go to send a few bobs to the Vatican yes. and keep me family right. Of course, of course. Send a few bobs to the Vatican for condoms. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Pope said it's all right to use condoms now. Apparently so. He didn't say what to use them for. No. Said you could use them. Yeah. They're very good for keeping your lunch fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, yes. They have a long journey, they keep yeah. your lunch fresh. Seal and American soldiers use them to keep their, their, their powder dry. Oh, right, okay. Put them over the, the top of their rifles. Of course they do, yes. yes. The top of their muskets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Well, I never thought I'd live to see the day. Of, uh, no, no, I know, so I was very, very, very surprised. So, uh, the new TV show, which uh, which goes on on BBC One in uh, in January, and this is recorded in front of a live audience. It is, yes, Brown. it was fantastic. Well, some of them were alive. And, uh, and some, of them, some of the audience was live. And, uh, you know, did you... It was just what you expect to see from a Mrs. Brown performance and production. I don't think they've ever seen anything like it in the BBC. They were a bit nervous yeah. by, at the start of it because they didn't know what it was. But by the, by the end of it, they could be committed. <laughs> <laughs> they were completely frazzled. They had to put more wheels on the cameras to try and keep up with her. Of course, of course. I'll but tell you it's, what. It's a marvellous experience. And when it's all edited down, I'm sure it'll look just like, you know, panorama. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a very interesting panorama indeed. Very interesting panorama. Well, look, we've got a workplace of the week to take care of. I know you're going to be popping in with uh, Mr. Pete Price later on this week. Yes, I'm going in tomorrow night to uh, talk to Pete Price. He's a very serious man. Very, very serious. He needs now to take a good, you know, yeah, chill out pill. Yes, yeah, a good chill out pill. And he's doing the panto with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> he's going to play the toward breast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, one of our favourite guests ever. And come back every year, every single year you're here, you must come on the Radio City Breakfast Show. Thank Mrs. You, Brown, Mrs. Brown, ladies and gentlemen. Wake up the Lord, Radio City Powered by the stars. Hi, this is Alicia Dixon. Is right, Rossi Law. We are jealous. Is right, Rossi Law. Hi, this is Fiona Lewis. Is right, Rossi Law. This is Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co on Radio City 96.7. Mrs. Brown, of course, every year comes to Liverpool and uh, uh, she, he, Mrs. Brown stroke Brendan O'Carroll says it's almost like coming home uh, when they come to Liverpool. And it's not just him, it's the whole family, the wife, the sons, the daughters, the in-laws, the grandchildren and the, the dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, yeah, I am so looking forward to that telly show. I cannot I wait on wait. the BBC in January 2000. 2011, and I think a lot of the BBC producers just didn't quite get it. Nope. But they trusted him, stroke her, enough to just go with the flow, and it's going to be a major success. Uh, Brendan O'Carroll, uh, good luck. He's going off to Scotland in the next couple of weeks, and then off to uh, Florida mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the Christmas period. Here's some of the very best of something we do uh, Monday mornings at ten past eight, and we rerun them at uh, quarter past seven on a Friday morning. These are the best of the Radio City wedding scammers with me in various guises, including Jamie Booth Simmonson and... Richard Stilton. 
which of course could be abbreviated to, well, work it out for yourself. Here's the wedding scammer. We are gathered here today for the wedding scammer. Hello, is that Steve Corrigan? Yes, speaking. Hello, Steve. My name's uh, Jamie Booth Simonson. Uh, I was the photographer, the official photographer at a wedding that you were at uh, recently. You were the best man, Maxine and Hugo's wedding. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you remember when you were shaking that big bottle of champagne and I was trying to take some photographs of the bride and groom and then the cork came off and all the champagne went all over me and I dropped my camera? Do you remember? Do you remember me in the first I place? I had, a few, I had a few drinks, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I can't remember it, no. But... Hello? Oh, hello, is that Suzanne? Hello, yeah, speaking. Suzanne Howarth Tomlinson. Hello there. Hello, yes, I'm phoning uh, from McNichol Stilton and what's solicitors in Glasgow? Um, okay, could you tell me what, what you're calling about? The nitty-gritty of the, the, the call today is the prenuptials that Colin has set up ahead of your exchanging of wedding vows on March the 26th next year, 2011, is that right? Prenuptials? What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the prenuptials that Colin has put in place, and he was supposed to have discussed these with you. We've we've got no prenuptials. I don't I, I don't I don't remember meeting you, mate. You could be anyone. The camera repairs yeah, itself. Free, free, sorry, free, Jamie, speak. Jamie's speaking. Let me just speak, please. No, no, I'm please. Not, no, no, excuse no, no. me. Now, no. what I'm saying here is the camera repairs itself for the inner lens optical reflector retina that was cracked. That had to be totally replaced. <laughs> the optical retina, uh, whatever. That was eight hundred. That, that was eight hundred. Shush, please. Eight hundred and seventy-five pounds. And then the speed release capsule that links there to the Pulse 8120, that was £490, but it's no, the no, loss no, of no, a... No, I'm not having it, mate. I'm not having it. No, you, you, no. you can walk forward and you're like, money, 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 it's up to all this and that. I'm not having it, mate. But let me tell you this, Annie. When no, everything gets... No, it's not gets... Annie. It's Suzanne. Sorry, I'm dealing with so many at the moment, these prenups, because everybody wants to get one. I'm sorry, Suzanne. But when things comes push to shove after it all gets a bit sour and bitter, and I do hope that that doesn't happen, then, you know, this thing about splitting everything 50-50 down the middle, when there's nothing being signed, it doesn't happen. The woman walks away with a lion's share, or the lioness's share, as she's the woman, and the fella is left standing holding a cup of tea, if he's lucky. This is a joke. Have you got a manager there or something who I could speak to? I think you'll find that I am one of the main partners here. And uh, I think you won't be able to deal with anyone above my head from McNichol Stilton and what solicitors in Glasgow. Well, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to go because I need to speak to Colin about this because it's an absolute <laughs> joke and I, I don't know what's going on. No, I'm not having it. Are you, an Arsenal, are you an Arsenal fan yourself? What do you think? Absolutely not. What the f*** has Arsenal got to do with this? I just don't like Arsenal fans. What's Arsenal got to do with a wedding up, in, up, up north? I go to you, mate, my best mate, and now you're carrying on saying, are you three and a half grand for the f***ing camera? Yeah. Hello, my name's Rossi from Radio City 96.7. How are oh, you, Suzanne? Rossi, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to kill Colin as well. Oh, well, then you'll be done for murder. And if you're done for murder, then you'll never have your big day on the 26th of March 2011. <laughs> but one thing I can tell you now, Suzanne Howarth Tomlinson... You've been Rossified. Oh, God, I may have been Rossified, but I'm definitely not signing a prenup. Oh, I'll tell you what, they're, they're going to f***ing get I'll tell you what. <laughs> 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 they're going to get it. Oh, they're going to get it, are they? <laughs> and I, I understand you're an Arsenal fan as well. Yeah, great, yeah, good, yeah. Do you, do you mate, know yeah. something? I, I wish you, uh, Arsenal, all the very best. If there's any London team I'd like to see win in the Premiership, it would be the it. mighty Gooners. Yeah, they've mate. Told me, they've told me about it. They've told, you go, mate, they've told me about this. Unbelievable. <laughs> Have a good day. Thanks for being a good sport, mate. You've been <laughs> Rossified well and truly.
for the finest breakfast variety to ever brighten your morning. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and the Co. And uh, Bert the Pensioner, who celebrated a birthday this week, of course, I... Did you notice he didn't say exactly how old he was? No. No, he escaped that question. How didn't old do you he? think he is? Well, the fact he's a pensioner, he's got to be over 65. Mm. I reckon 60. <laughs> 60. <laughs> I reckon 63. Uh, yeah. yeah, over 65. <laughs> I reckon 63. I reckon 66. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 69. Yes, okay. That's a request. Right. Was that a request or is that like an age guess? <gasps> Rossi! What? Don't Give say that to her. Honesty. So, how old do you think he is? 69. Say that without licking your lips. <laughs> I reckon closer to about 72, 73. Really? Yeah, oh, I really I wouldn't do. have said that. You see, really in his do. 70s. Here's us catching up with Bert the Pensioner last week and a little chat about Paul the Octopus. Hello, Bertie. Yes, right, everyone. Uh, Bertie's bookies uh, all this week. He's been uh, giving tips all orientated around race horses, race courses, and stuff like that. Uh, all you've got to do is work out exactly what he's talking about. Um, so you can win a fabulous family doubt this week. It's Sunday the afternoon. It's at Aintree Racecourse. Father Christmas, reindeers, the whole shebang. You will think it's the build-up to Christmas week when you get down to Aintree Racecourse. Go along there. Tickets still available. Uh, and I think you will have a fabulous, fabulous family experience. Right. I think there's loads of mums and dads looking at the radio now thinking, I'm glad the kids are in school not listening to Rossi and going out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a busy weekend. No, it will be a fabulous family day out. Uh, so, as well as that, of course, you can win a very, very much sought-after T-shirt. Not just a normal T-shirt. It's yep. a Bert Says. It's right, Rashila. T-shirt, of course. So, Bert, away you go, lad. I, 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 another thing. Yes. This bookies hasn't made a yarp yet. It's not really yarp. Not made a yarp. The only bookie in the world that's not like not a... made a cap. A hip pocket full of Dwayne Eddies. Well, I'll tell you what, does it's easy swimming in the Atlantic. Can you believe it? Uh, uh, there's something very fishy about this horse. Last I heard, he was chocolate digesters, bourbons and custard creams. Ooh, he was what? He was chomping on digestives, bourbons and custard creams. You know, I had a hard job saying that. That's uh, why you yeah. said it. No, no, I just couldn't. I just, no, you did well, mate. Uh, so 015-1472-0967, if you'd like to be down at Aintree Racecourse with Santa and all the reindeers and more besides the big Christmas special this weekend, uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, 015-1472-0967. Away you go again there, Bertie. There's a TGG swimming in the Atlantic. There's something very fishy about this sauce. Last I ate, he was jumping on all kinds of these custard cream digestives and bombers. <laughs> I can't say it. You can't. Should have just given him a lump of sugar. <laughs> Not the horse, Bert. <laughs> uh, line three, what do you reckon it is? Paul the Octopus. <laughs> Paul the Octopus. What's that got to do with horse racing? Because he's, he makes bets. He makes bets. <laughs> yeah. So, so this horse is in the Atlantic Ocean eating biscuits. I don't know. Who, to, who told you to say Paul the Octopus? Me. <laughs> What's your name? Natalie Hayes. Natalie. Oh, Natalie, stop being a silly girl. <laughs> See you later, love. So it wasn't Paul the Octopus. Pick another line. <laughs> what? Line five. Good morning. Good morning, Rossi. 
So who do you reckon it could be? It's not Paul the Octopus, okay? It's not Paul the Octopus, okay? No, it's definitely it's, not Paul it's the not Octopus. Paul, it's not Winnie the Pooh. It's not Winnie the Pooh, no. <laughs> who else is it not, Jay? It's not Red Rum. It's not Red Rum. It's Willie, not, Willie the Whale. It's not Willie the Whale. <laughs> no. It's not, no? It's not Flipper. It's not Flipper. No. Who do you reckon, who do you reckon it is? <laughs> I reckon it's Sea Biscuit. It's right, it's right, see biscuits is crusty now. Oh, Julie, it's Julie, what's your second name again? Pew. Okay. Pew, and well, you're from Skemmersdale. Well, we will send you off to Aintree Racecourse for a great family festive experience this forthcoming Sunday. It's open to all the public. You and the family can go along and see Father Christmas and the reindeers, a bit of racing, and it's going to be absolutely superb. Wonderful. I know, I know why she said Paul the Octopus. Why? Because <laughs> of the fish ref reference. Yeah, but he, <laughs> said, he just said this horse is in the sea yeah. eating biscuits. He d you know. Where'd you get him? Well, I don't know what planet it's an, You know, it's an easy mistake to make. Do you Something know it? It is a very easy mistake to make if you're Jay. Right then, Julie, oh, have a great day today. Okay, we will. Thank See you later. Bye-bye. It's the fat arm waving lunatic John McCrick. Is right, we're asking. Is right. Rossi La! Is it? Is it? This is Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. on Radio City 96.7. Thank you very much once again for taking time out to download our weekly podcast from the Radio City Breakfast Show. This would not be possible without the lovely Claire Simmonson. Yeah. Thank you. And making a massive contribution to everything that goes out on air. Me and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course the executive producer. Look at his face; it's dropped like a bag angry. of spanners. Did you say that with like sarcasm in the back of your mind? The <laughs> back of my throat. <laughs> no, that was phlegm. Of course, I was only taking the mic. Right. So Jay Hyde, executive producer, he's putting all this together. Mm. I'm going to ruin it now. Yes. I'm going to sabotage No he's, change there from the any brains. other week. Yeah, he's hey. the brains behind us. Uh, check us out weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10 on the Radio City Breakfast Show online, radiocity.co.uk. You can listen on DAP Digital Radio 96.7 FM and, of course, on our iPhone app. app. If you go to the App Store on your iPhone, do a little search for Radio City. We will come up and you can listen to Simon Ross. You can tell I'm very au okay with Wherever that. Wherever you Go. See you same time, same place next week. Have a great week and stay out of trouble. Ciao, Ciao baby. <laughs> Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes. Yeah.